On this episode of Into the Unknown... Hi, this is Vicenta Mesqua. Uh, I am a rugby player. I also design clothing, and I'm working on getting fit for the rugby 15 season. I love that, man. So let's just jump into it. As you mentioned, who are you and where are you from? What's your story? What's your origin story? So I grew up uh, on the border between El Paso, Texas, and Mexico. Uh, yeah, just being a border child uh, here, a bunch of us have dual citizenship, uh, speak both languages. And then I went and studied at Georgia Tech. After I graduated from Georgia Tech, I went and spent a summer in Spain where my parents are from, uh, right on the Med Mediterranean um, Ocean, right next to Ibiza, but on the peninsula side. And yeah, just started playing rugby and have been growing from there into an industry which is not very common, which is the fashion industry. Uh, it's a very uh, niche industry, but it's also a lot of fun. I love that, man. So going, going back a little bit, what made Georgia Tech fall on your radar? So my dad was living in Atlanta at that time. So he had... Uh, citizenship, uh, I mean, uh, residency from the state of Georgia. And he just invited me to go and live with him over there and uh, go at a very nice institution, uh, study engineering. I studied mechanical engineering. It was not fun, um, but uh, I think it was a great growing experience. I love that you mentioned that. Even the fact that you mentioned it wasn't fun. What really <laughs> drove you towards that, uh, that kind of degree? Um, just something I always dreamed of uh, since I was a young child. I was just uh, very good at crafts, uh, very good at building uh, remote control things like cars or airplanes. And yeah, we just re was really into building and fixing things. So it was always uh, my mindset. I had never doubted I wanted to do engineering, which is weird because then I didn't do anything related to engineering. It's, it's crazy how, how many stories are like that, where you went to school for something and then it, your life kind of takes a different, different route. What got exactly. you into rugby? Um, so that started after I graduated and I went and spent that summer um, living actually with my grandparents in Spain. So I didn't have much friends. I was new there and saw a bunch of people playing on the beach barefoot, uh, throwing a weird shaped ball. Um, I really didn't didn't know what what it was, uh, but I decided to be brave and walk up to them and introduce myself. Say, hey, can I play with you guys? And and I started learning about rugby. It was uh, a magical summer. We would uh, play on the coastal uh, sevens tournaments, and it was every weekend go to a new beach every weekend, uh, driving distance from there, and it was just a, a very special summer. That that got me hooked into rugby. I can completely relate to that. As you know, I've lived in seven cities and four states and just moved all over the country. And one of my constants was playing rugby. What, what did, yes. once you, once you really got in, once you got involved in rugby culture, really, what, what was that experience like meeting guys on the team and things like that? It was strange. It was, it was uh, something I had never experienced. Uh, so we would, play after we finished playing we would go dive in the ocean 
and then we would have a beer on the beach and and everyone would buy you beers which is i don't think that happens in, in soccer or football or any other sports it was a, a very uh, friendly um fraternity like um atmosphere which i really liked so whenever i came back to mexico and and my border uh cities um i looked for a club and there wasn't there was like four guys playing on the mexican side on the american side there was a club uh, but i live on the mexican side and i just invited my brothers my cousins and just made made a team out of my family and and we started playing so little by little uh friends started showing up and and it was fun it was a great experience i love that so I think in everyone's life, you have an opportunity or maybe a forced opportunity. You can go east, you can go west, you can make a you can make a decision that you might not know the outcome. Can you think of a time where you kind of made that decision or that decision was made for you? Uh, I, th I think I'm experiencing exactly that right now in the next in the past few weeks and the upcoming weeks I will be living it. So after I, I came back, I started working in, in automotive airbags, then started working uh, fixing CNC machines that would cut fabrics. So diving deeper into the fashion industry, uh, then started selling sewing machines all over South America. And that was a complete dive into sewing and fabrics and parameters and types of threads, et cetera, et cetera. At the same time, had started a rugby company manufacturing clothing. If, if I do it for other big brands, then uh, I can also do it for my friends and the clubs I play with, play against, uh, and I know they have trouble finding quality sports apparel and design specifically for rugby, uh, which demands a lot. So uh, I was working on both and I had to make a decision. Will this be a hobby? for the rest of uh, the time and have to put less attention to my company or will it be a full-time job and, and an actual uh, business? So that happened in the, I've been working on it for the past five years and just the past few weeks, a decision was made for me. So the title of the podcast, man, is Into the Unknown. And I think you've already described a little bit, but tell me a bit more about your jumping into the unknown. Tell me more about your company. Tell me more about what what you're working on. Okay, perfect. I, I'm excited to, to talk about it. So the decision was made for me in the sense that I got fired from my job. And I think it was just the push I needed to decide, okay, you really need to focus on Credo Rugby Sportswear which is my company and it's what we what we do we do rugby sportswear so i'm lucky that we are in the office so i have a, a sample to show uh, we work on everything that is uh rugby oriented everything is double stitched it's just the spirit of the company uh, tough materials stuff like that yes <laughs> we got some yes. shorts man i, I absolutely love awesome. shorts you know, of course, awesome. and me being from Guatemala, as many of you may know, you were kind enough to send me this jersey as well. Yes. As I'm showing off some of your gear, tell me a little bit more about the types of clubs and the different clubs you work with. So we've been fortunate to have the industry just pull us in. Uh, I've, I've, I've tried many times to say, okay, 
maybe this isn't the way I should be going, but clubs just keep on asking. And, and just like you said, uh, people move around, like you moved around uh, a few different clubs. I've moved around because work takes me here and there. And and people just spread the word uh, about Credo. So it's a good quality, uh, nice materials, nice state chain, durability, everything. And they just spread the word. And the word has gotten to Guatemala, like with, like with that training jersey. It's been all the way to Brazil. And we've been working with grassroots and slowly moving up to D2, D1 um, rugby club, uh, uh, rugby divisions in America. So we do specialize in the Americas. Uh, Europe is really not our market right now, but we are trying to grow and trying to answer the question of how do we make rugby more accessible to the average American? And we're working on that mission. Hey man, just can, you know, kind of continue trying to, trying to build what you do and kind of what, what you're working on. And, you know, it's a good product too. That, yeah. that helps a lot. Like if it sucked, I wouldn't tell people, it does, about it, you know what I mean? It does help a lot. Like, yes. Like, because that's what happens. You have a friend who, who has plays for a club that decided to go with Credo and then they take their Jersey and play somewhere else and they compare it. They say, ah, this is so expensive. It's not as good. Why don't you try Credo? And, and then they reach out and then they get their jerseys and then they play against other clubs and they ask them, hey, where did you get your jerseys? And it's just uh, word of mouth. But um, this year I'm trying to change that. This year, I'm, this year I'm trying to be a lot more aggressive. I love that. I mean, one of the things we mentioned, my former university, the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, the women's team who won uh, the D2, I believe, national championship for the collegiate women's amazing. division. Hey, man, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that experience? Yes, it, th that was amazing because th that those games were broadcasted. I, I was having lunch and looking at my phone for the for the game in, in real time. And, and it was just very, very exciting to see how our jerseys that came from being a hobby would make it to the national championship. And, and then seeing pictures of the girls lifting the trophies. And it was just something unique that I will always remember. Man, I absolutely love that. I just want to say, man, I appreciate you taking the time. I'm really excited to see how this company continues to grow. And for people, not only in the rugby community, but who, who want to look at sportswear or purchase sports, sportswear for their clubs or maybe even, you know, recreational use, where can they find you on social media, you and your company? So they can find this uh, on Facebook and Instagram as Credo Rugby Sportswear, and they can find us online as CredoRugby.com. And we'll be happy. You will see everything we've done. And yeah, we'll be happy to talk to you guys. Just want to thank you again for taking the time to talk with me, man. Uh, have a great day. No, thank you. Um, it's just always great to talk with a friend, so I appreciate it. Appreciate your time as well. Mm -hmm.